Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for joining me on another episode. I always appreciate you joining me. This is a this is gonna be a podcast in between my weekly Sunday evening radio show on 96.5 CKFM. I appreciate them giving me that platform for my voice to be heard on air. That's pretty cool, and I do realize how fortunate I am to have that. Uh, this is going to be 2014, just after Christmas. This one is going to be, I don't I don't have it labeled or titled just yet, something around New Year's resolutions, setting goals, and getting what you want, because I don't think we set goals high enough. I'm going to get into that in a second. Just want to let you know, um, I'm on trueformlife.com. That's more stress detox information going up there. And I have a whole list of detoxing stress coming up. I'm actually doing a presentation at a teacher's conference that I couldn't be more excited about. So I actually just wrote a blog post, a pretty cool blog post with tons of information there. That's at trueformlife.com slash stress detox. And then as most of you know, all past episodes are on exploringmindandbody.com as well as my weekly radio show. So hope you get a chance to tune into those. All information and tweets in that realm are going up at True Form Life on Twitter. And I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash trueformlife. All right, so I wanted to get into this one. And so like I said earlier, I think I don't think that we set high enough goals in life. And that's a lot of what I talk about in general. I talk about not accepting so little of ourselves, expecting more out of life, improving our quality of life. And that's no different than setting goals, whether that's New Year's resolutions or just in day-to-day life. Like We don't set goals because we don't want to fail. And I really believe, if you ever heard about me talk about it before, I really believe you're not able to have success without failure. But we're so afraid of failure, we don't realize that if you don't fail, there's no success. So at some point in time, you have to learn to embrace failure as part of success, and then it becomes success. So there's no failure. (laughs) It's just success. So that's what I want to talk about today, and I want to read this verse from you from The One Thing. Now, I've talked about this before in a couple other posts. This is the only book I've read. Well, not the only book. One of the very few books I've read numerous times. I kind of just pick it up and flip through a couple pages and read if I'm sitting around. So I've already read it three times. This is probably four or five of me just picking up and flipping through it. And I want to share this with you because it's powerful and it has a lot to do with this t- the topic of today. So this was written by J.B. Rittenhouse. And I don't know who that is. And they kind of seem older because <laughs> for some reason, authors used to only go by their initials. So I'm going to be DM Tadia for now on when you refer to me as an author, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, by J.B. J. Rittenhouse. Check it out. It's called My Wage. I bargained with life for a penny. And life would pay no more. However, I begged that evening when I counted my scanty store. For life is a just employer. He gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why, you must bear the task. I worked for a menial's hire, only to learn dismayed that any wage I asked of life, life would have willingly paid. Now, if that's not powerful, (laughs) I don't know what is. I'd like to read it again, but the first time I read it, it took me a while. (laughs) There's a few edits going on there, so I'm not going to read it again. But if you get a chance, rewind that and listen to it again. 
or if you get a chance, actually, you can pick up this book. It's called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I have set up an affiliate link if you're interested. You can go through my website if you'd like, trueformlife.com slash the one thing. And it just it's an incredible book. And I want to tell you about it because this is incredible. Life would have willingly paid. Now, we don't think about that. We don't think that about we can have whatever we want. And when I tell people that, you can have whatever you want. They look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I say, if you're willing to sacrifice, if you're willing to put in the effort and dedication it takes to achieve what you really want in life, you can have it. And I'm telling you that right now, you can and people look at me like I lost my mind. So many people believe in destiny. And I think that destiny is a cop-out. A lot of times people say, oh, it's just the way it's supposed to be. It is what it is. And I can't stand that verse. It is. What does that mean? It is what it is. It's not it is what it is. It is what you make of it. So by saying that's destiny or that's the way it's supposed to be, that's a cop-out. It's Take It's removing all accountability from your actions of creating your own future. And it leaves us powerless by saying we have no control of our own life, our own situation. I don't believe that at all. So this right up right here, that's on page 105. If you're picking up a book or if you're walking by a bookstore, you know, just read that. And let that resonate with you and put it on your wall if you get a chance. Because I believe in it so much that we have the choice to get paid what we want. We choose our own job. Yeah, that's right. I said we choose our own job. So many people, when I, I, I like to talk to people. I like to ask questions. And I, <laughs> that might have been a lie. I don't exactly like to talk to people. Uh, not too long ago, I, I put up a show called Small Talk. But when I am talking to people, if I know people and we're having a good conversation, I ask them about their job. Do you like your job? Do you like what you do? And people are like, no, but it pays the bills right now. You wouldn't believe how many people tell me that. It's staggering. It's almost 9 out of 10 times people just say, well, it's okay for now. Does no one like their job? You chose your job. <laughs> they choose a different one. How did they come about that job? It was a family member or a friend hooked them up or whatever it was, but you chose to go down that path. And if you don't like it, then go, go down a different path. Who's going to stop you? Nobody but yourself and your own beliefs and your own mindset. Seth Godin, who I talk about often, He's very influential in my entrepreneur upbringing, if you will, and continues to be. He talks about a monopoly board. And you can build real estate on the monopoly board wherever you want. But then you accept that. So if you want to build a product on Baltic Ave, Baltic Ave's kind of the, the slums, if you will. It's cheap. The, you, you can buy it for cheap. Rent's cheap. Uh, but then you, get pay, you don't get paid much. So you can manage those type of people. You could manage that property that's cheap to buy or maybe even easy to buy. But then what you get in return is what you've chosen. <laughs> and that it gets me because we don't understand that we chose that. Why are you so upset if you're li with your life if that's what you chose? Cho choose something else. Sure, it's more difficult to build something on Atlantic Ave. Actually, it's kind of funny. Seth talks about how you it probably doesn't make much sense to build on Atlantic Ave, but I think there's Carolina Ave, the green ones there on the right-hand side, come around the board. I suppose it depends where you're sitting, but the the green ones are more expensive, but you get more in return. So you get to choose. Those are the people you deal with. So those people, they may complain a little less. They may be people that have a lot of money and just, just give it away and don't, don't really care. Those could be your customers, but it's going to take more time and effort for you to build there initially and reap the benefits. 
so we might choose the easiest way. And I like how, how Seth talks about that. He just talks about it just seems so easy. Not easy. It seems so easy to understand that if that's not what you want, then choose something else. Build somewhere else. Create a product for a different group of people. And I'm not talking about entrepreneurs. And I'm not talking about building products. I'm talking about your life. If you have a toxic environment, you've chosen your own friends, <laughs> whether you believe you have or not. You've chosen toxic people to surround yourself with, and it's draining the life out of you. So choose new friends. You choose to spend time with family. And not too long ago, I wrote, I put up a show, pre-talks, Christmas pre-talks to avoid stress. And I think a lot of people were shocked when I said, if you don't enjoy spending time with family, then don't. What are you doing it for? You're doing it to make them happy. It's making yourself miserable. And you're not make, you're not improving your health in any way. You're not improving your situation, your quality of life. You just put up with it because that's you know, what you think you're supposed to do. We can't exactly choose family. <laughs> we were born into family. But you can choose not to spend time with them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I know there's some people taking back right now listening to that. But that's the truth of the matter. If you don't want to spend time with family, if they're stressing you out, if you have a miserable time, then do something else. There's this website called Hero. It's called helpoutareporter.com. And often I write to these different organizations that ask for experts to chime in or write a query letter about whatever topic. And, of course, there's a lot going on on around New Year's resolutions. I actually haven't had a whole lot of success with it, but it did pop up again. And I talked to Lori Semek, who was on the show, or Shem, excuse me, and I talked, asked her for some business advice. I asked as much business advice as possible. And Dr. Lori looks like she has done a great job of marketing herself. And I said, well, you know, what was some of the things that helped you move forward and be more successful? And if you're not a questions person and you want to proceed in life and you want to be better or stand out, you need to be. I really believe that. I believe people have the answers that we're looking for, and, and then, but we're afraid to ask or we were sit around doing hours of research when someone who's done it already, they could just tell you. <laughs> so just ask. So that's what I believe, and I also asked Laura Jane, the Rotarian. She's fantastic. She gives me, every once in a while, she'll give me some business advice too just when we're talking or talking and emailing, and, and she's wonderful with that too. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask what you want out of life because you're going to get it. What I was saying with Dr. Lori, she said, uh, so these reporters or whoever's writing a story sends these mass emails out, and you, they'll, if you subscribe, they pop in your box. Every once in a while, I'll answer, and other times I won't. So I, I talked to Dr. Lori, and she said that she actually found success with it. And I said, well, I've written a bunch of times. I haven't heard a whole lot back. She said, well, just keep writing. You, you, you might be surprised about what you find. So anyways, New Year's resolutions is going. I thought I'd have some good information about setting goals and achieving so I wrote in this article, finally responded and said, hey, we're going we're gonna to publish one of your write-ups. So I thought that was pretty cool. I just heard about that today, which is kind of coincidental. I'm talking about it on the show. But what I said was, is we don't set goals high enough. That's our biggest issue with setting goals. First of all, we don't do it anymore. We're afraid to set goals because we could fail. And we don't want to fail. We're afraid to fail. We don't realize at the beginning of the show, I talked about failure is a part of success. You don't get success without failure. So we're afraid to fail. So we don't find the success because we don't leap. We don't jump. So the very first thing is to set goals. Go ahead and set yourself a goal. But now, now stay with me here because a lot of people set goals that they know they're not, that they know they can't lose, that you can't fail. That's not a goal. That's a task. Go ahead and write yourself a task list 
and called a goalist. <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere goal-wise. It's going to get you through a bunch of meaningless tasks that is going to keep yourself busy throughout the day and you think you're productive because you just knocked off six or seven things off a task list. And I don't believe in task lists if you couldn't tell by that explanation. I believe in priority lists. So if you put down three priority things that you need to get done that day, that's a priority list. And the task list is about, I used to do this myself. I used to put down about 16 things, the easiest things. I'd knock off the easiest things off the list so I felt productive. And then I looked at my list at the end of the day, and there were still the two or three things at the bottom of the list. I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about, that I procrastinated about the whole day, and I didn't get done. <laughs> so we should make a new name for that, my procrastination list. That's what I'm going to call it. I just made that up. I'm not lying. <laughs> so make yourself a procrastination list and you won't do the most important thing just like me. What you need to do is make yourself a priority list and only do, write down your priorities, the top three things that you need to do absolutely have to get done that day or at least a part of it. If you're writing a book, you write one page that day. If you're writing a blog post, you write a blog post that day. Whatever it is, you write it that day right there, and you don't do anything else on your list until those tasks tasks are done. I feel like I can't say tasks right. Tasks? Yeah, that's how you say it, tasks. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Make yourself a priority list, not a task list, and it'll change your entire day. I promise you that. So that's no different than setting goals. If you're setting goals you know you can accomplish, here's what happens. You procrastinate. You don't put a lot of effort into it. You get to it when you get to it. And you're not exactly excited when it's done because you knew it was going to happen anyways. If you really want to do something exciting in your life, if you really want to set a goal that's worth achieving, you set a goal so big that you're not quite sure that you can do it. I believe there needs to be some kind of doubt. Don't get me wrong, though. You have to believe in yourself. Always believe in yourself. But if you set a goal that you're not quite sure that you can accomplish, that's where the real magic lies. That's where that inner determination comes from. And then you set a goal that you think you may not be able to accomplish, but big enough that most people don't believe you can accomplish. Now, that's just kind of a twist in there because I'm very fortunate to have supportive people. And because of the things I've done, I've created a product and I've been an author and I've got this radio show. So when I say things, most people believe, which is fantastic. I love that support. But they believe I'm going to do it. <laughs> but there needs to be some doubters there, I think. That's what I'm saying, that those doubters really push you. At least they motivate me to get to the next level. There's always doubters. There's always naysayers. Always going to get those negative messages coming through. The more success you have, you know, the, the more that come through. And I did a show not too long not too long ago called Let Them Haters Hate. And I talked about all my failures and all my negative messages coming in and how I deal with them. And I changed my whole outlook of how I see things because of I accept that part of my life. I accept that the more success I'm going to have, the more people are going to be telling me that I suck. <laughs> it's true, though. You have to take the good with the not so good. It's all success. It's all a path to success, and you need to accept that failure. So here's what I'm going to tell you what you need to do again. If you want to set a real goal this year, a, a real New Year's resolution, first of all, set it. Decide that you're going to set a goal and believe in yourself that you can accomplish it. Now, here's the kicker. That goal, 
or goals has to be big enough for you to have some doubt that you think you may not be able to accomplish it. You need to understand it's going to take everything you've got. That's going to take all your beliefs, all your values, all your morals, all your sacrifices to get in there from the root of the issue and push forward because if it's big enough, there's going to be days where you think you can't go on. That's how strong this goal is, how big it needs to be. And the third step is it needs to be big enough so people around you, at least some of them, are going to say, yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. It's too, that's too big even for you. You're not going to be able to accomplish that. And that internal drive is going to push you further than you could ever imagine. And so many people are afraid to do that. They're afraid to tell their friends. They're afraid to tell their employees or coworkers, their family, because they don't want to hear that. And that's where your success comes from. That's where a lot of success comes from is from that internal drive of doubt, not from you, from other people. Just a little doubt from you and a lot of doubt from other people. And you want to prove them wrong. We're creatures of, we're creatures of habit, but we're also creatures of competition. And I know there's groups of people that don't believe in competition. They're more about everyone succeeding at the same rate. I understand that. But we used to have to compete for food. We used to have to compete for women. We used to have to compete to survive. That's ingrained in us. Have you ever driven past someone on the highway and they speed up just a little bit? <laughs> it happens all the time when we don't realize it. And they don't realize it either. It's that internal competition that we don't want to lose. We don't want to get beaten. So have you ever seen that movie Seabiscuit? <laughs> I love that movie. That little horse, how inspiring. They pull him back just a little bit, and they let the competition, they let him see the competition edge just a little bit further, and he gets that second gear. I think there's a sea biscuit in each one of us, and if you pull back just a little bit, if you let yourself see the competition or those doubters pull you back just a little bit, you're going to shoot forward like a rocket and reach those goals that you're looking for. So that's what I want you to do, and that's, re that's how you really set goals. That's how you go about accomplishing something, and that's how I've found success in my life, and I hope that I can transfer that onto you. I hope you can feel that passion that I have about setting goals and achieving goals because if you know you can do it, it's not worth it. If you don't doubt in any little small form that you can do it, then why are you doing it? If you know you can do it, I'm a procrastinator. We all know what it's like to procrastinate. Of course, you have people that need to get everything done ahead of time. <laughs> but maybe they used to know what it felt like to be a procrastinator. We procrastinate because whatever our task is, we don't really want to do. And for the most part, we know we could get it done easily. So there's not much thought. There's not much effort. And that's what lackadaisical goals are all about. We just think, well, I'll get there when I do it. That's not a goal. A goal should wake you up in the morning. It should inspire you to do what you're going to do. It should give you an edge to get your other stuff done so you can do that or more of that, whatever it is. And I'm not talking about boring business goals like did we meet our quota this month, your meetings or whatever they have. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you work for an exciting business and you love your job. I really do because we should love our job. It's a big part of our lives. Most of us work our jobs for most of the day and have a few hours for whatever else we have. And some people love their jobs. They're passionate about it. And if you love your job, it resonates. People know that. It radiates off you, not resonates. People can tell you love your job because you're that good at it. And I hope you, so I kind of hope you're not sitting in a business meeting, miserable with your life, looking for something else to do. Well, one of those people that aren't really sure why they're working, where they want to work. And they're not inspired every day. You should be inspired to get up every day 
And if you're not, set a new goal. Set something to that's going to wake you up, that's going to get you moving. I used to <laughs> I used to wake up and run to my computer. I would. That's not a lie. And I used to think I had a problem. Like, oh, maybe I work too much or maybe I have some kind of issue. Uh, I got to stay away from computers and technology and I'm a workaholic. No, I love my job. I love what I do. I run to my computer because I can't wait to start working. I can't wait to start helping people. Can't wait to start making a new project, whatever it is. I love to do it. That's why I do it. How many people procrastinate to go to work? A miserable Monday morning, like, nah, I got to take the train or get in the cab or start my car, or whatever it is. You don't want to see this coworker. You don't want to answer to your boss. Those are the things that we can change. Like I talked about earlier in the show, if you want to make a change in your life, then make a change. Look for a new job. Set, set that your goal. Make that your New Year's resolution. Just find somewhere where you're happy. Whatever it is, it should inspire you. It should make you want to do it. It should light your eyes up when you talk about it. People should be able to feel your passion when you're moving towards closer to your goal. And that's it. <laughs> that's what I want to talk about today. So let's recap real quick. I want you to pick up the one thing if you get a chance. It, it inspires me. It's a. It's not just a business book. It's a life. It's a life book. And I love books. I read all the time. So I'm very fortunate to be in a position of, I guess I'm part of the media, they call it. So I'm in touch with a few publishing houses. They send me books. And that's why I interview author, authors. If I'm interested in a book, they send me a query or a write-up. And then I say, yeah, I'm interested. They send me a book. And I get to read it. I'm super fortunate. I donate that book to a local library who doesn't have money to buy new books all the time. That makes me feel good. So I think you should check out some more books <laughs> maybe around goals or around resolutions or getting what you want and this one thing is is pretty cool i like it you may not like it it may not be for you i don't know i'm sure it's not for everyone but i think they must have sold millions of books it's that good at least for me feels like they wrote it for me and people used to say that about detoxify yourself that's the book i wrote and that's at trueformlife.com slash detoxify yourself and people would say i feel like you wrote this book for me and I didn't really, really understand what that meant until I read a book that I felt was meant for me. So like I said, this may not be for you, but it definitely feels like it's for me. If you want to check that book out, again, my affiliate link is trueformlife.com slash the one thing. I'm sure you can get it just about anywhere if you don't want to use my link. That affiliate link just means I get a small percentage for a recommendation. That's it. That's all it means. And then I want you to pay attention. What I talked about, Seth Godin, is how I said that you choose you get to choose where you start your real estate. You choose what job. You choose your family. You choose where you live. There's far too many people in this world that believe that we're a victim of circumstance, that this is, this is how life is, this is my destiny, this is just the way it is. It's not true. Every single decision you make in your life forms your destiny. And I talked about, I think the last show or the show before was making decisions. That's why I, I, wrote, I wrote that whole show because decisions are important. The more decisions we make, the more times we use that decision-making muscle. And every single decision we make in life, it, it, that's our outcome. That's our destiny. You form your destiny with every choice you make. So, you know, make the right ones. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's nothing wrong with making bad decisions or not the wrong decision. And I don't think there's either or. There's probably not bad decisions or the wrong decision, but you can learn from each one of them. 
So each one of them is a positive. But just understand that you're not a victim in this life ever. Don't ever believe that you're a victim and you can't control your circumstances because I could probably give you a hundred different. Well, I couldn't, but there's a thousand different. Anthony Robbins could. He he would. They would. He could give you a hundred different examples of how someone was a victim of circumstance and then they turned their lives out to be a huge success. So I want you to understand that and set goals. Don't be afraid to set goals and go get them. Set a goal and go get them. You know, wake up inspired. Wake up with with a reason, with a purpose, and it, and it should be a goal big enough, a goal big enough that you think you may not be able to get there. So there's no procrastination. You got you have to give everything you can to go and get that one goal, that one purpose in your life. And then let's let there let there be doubt. Tell your friends. Let them give you the motivation to push push you forward. And I don't mean negative Nancy or those people trying to drag you down, the naysayers or the haters. I don't mean them. I just mean you know when you tell someone something. Oh, I do it all the time. You tell someone something, they kind of look at you funny, like this guy's crazy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That look gives me the inspiration to get to the next level. So I want you to do that. Set a goal. Don't be afraid to set a goal for this New Year's resolutions for now in your life, the new year. 2015 is going to be fantastic. This is going to be your best year ever. Believe that and set up your life in that manner that, that it's going to be your best life, that it's going to be your best year. And believe it because if we don't set goals substantial enough, two weeks are going to fly by, three weeks, four weeks. We're going to get to the six-week mark and about 98% of people are not going to be working toward that goal anymore. And I just told you why. Because it's not important enough to them. Because there's no internal motivation. And I want you to I want you to do that. Break it down. Your goal should be so big that each small step may not feel attainable. So you break it down again. And do one page. I'm working on a new book right now. I'm doing one page. I can do one page every single day for to create a new book for the for you, for my listeners and for my fans. I can do that. I'm not going to be able to sit down and write 250 pages in a day or a week. I can't do that. I'll lose my mind with my other appointments and the other projects and commitments I have. But I can write one page, and you can, whatever your goal is, you can break it down so small that it's achievable. And it should be. It should be big enough that you need to break it down. Because if your goal is something that could be accomplished in a day or a week, then then your goal is not big enough. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast uh, for my Exploring Mind and Body community. If you want to enforce that and be more a part of what we do, I send out a weekly newsletter. The radio show goes on there each week. I put up new videos, blog posts, recipes. That's just at trueformlife.com on the side. You can enter your email and I'll send you right to your inbox. I don't share your email ever. I don't spam. There's no none of those greasy sales bitches that I can't stand. It's information. Every once in a while, I'll throw something up there. Like I have life coaching opportunities or, or spaces that you can fill if you're interested. So that's at trueformlife.com on the side. Or even exploring mind and body, you can add your email address there. And I'll send you information. And you can unsubscribe at any time if you get tired of what I have to say. <laughs> and then, I, like I said, I do life coaching. And I do have opportunities open. I just put that in my newsletter. So I talk about sustainable life changes. And right now would be a great time to invest in yourself and to find a life coach, whether it's me or someone else, someone that you trust and believe in, to help you get to where you want to go. Because so many times we say, yeah, that's what I want to do, or, or I should really do that, but, but we don't. So take action. Find someone to help you get to where you're going. And, uh, you know, I do recipes, fitness, 
grocery shopping lists, all that stuff. I talk about sustainable life changes to improve your environment, to improve your health, to improve your mindset, all that. We do that through Skype, telephone, and or email, all those together. We use those tools. Again, I'm at TrueFormLife on Twitter if you want to catch me there. I'm on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TrueFormLife. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. Catch you on the next one.